Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. My name is Ralph McLeod. I am the owner and artistic director of the SoCap Comedy Theater in Toronto, Ontario. And this show is about uh, improv and my experiences with improv as a teacher and a performer going on to like my third or fourth decade or eighth decade. I don't know. A long time. Uh, anyway, uh, so the SoCap is, uh, that's the, it's, a S-O-C-A-P dot C-A. That's the URL. And we're at 154 Danforth Avenue above the Black Swan Tavern. We do improv shows. We do improv classes. Uh, we also have stand-up shows and we don't do stand-up classes though. Um, we focus on improv as a, as, as when we teach, we have drop-ins, we have regular classes, all kinds of stuff and uh this podcast is primarily about improv and and why why should you care why should i take improv if i don't want to be the next tina fey there's a multitude of reasons and today's episode we're going to get into that but first of all uh every episode has a sponsor uh every podcast has a sponsor now just uh just want to remind you of today's sponsor today's sponsor is wexler's beef wexler's beef our hands are in your mouth that's uh so uh, <laughs> there you are. Oh, I forgot to start my timer because I don't want to go on talking forever. I mean, I do, but you don't want that. Anyway, so today uh, we're going to talk about uh, the first improv rule for life. You know, everybody writes these books about rules for life. Here's one. Uh, the improv the improv rules for life. Um, so why should someone take improv if you're not going to be a performer? And one of the things that improv allows you to do is to role play situations uh, in a way that's safe. You know, you can get on stage in an improv class and you can scream at people and it's safe. It's like going to a zoo and seeing a, a wild animal, a deadly animal in behind bars. Seeing a tiger or a lion behind iron bars is fascinating. Take away the iron bars. Terrifying. And in the same way you can do with improv, you can... Uh, Go up and do scenes and be a narcissist or play scenes with a narcissist. You know, if you if you don't have children, you can play a parent. Uh, if you had a great relationship with your parents, you can play a scene where you have a shitty relationship with your parents. So it's all it's you know, it's um, it allows that to happen. And uh, so you can role play situations, but you can also uh, learn some very valuable lessons, again, in a safe way, in a way that uh, you can you can try these things out in that way and then take them out in the real world and today's rule of life and uh, i shouldn't say the word rule <laughs> well i don't like that word generally uh because it implies that you have to do things a certain way uh but what it but what this rule is about <laughs> there i said it again uh is control what you can control there's a lot of philosophy and psychology in improv especially the way that i teach it and present it and uh one thing about improv is it, you to do it well, you have to like stop trying to control everything like your scene partner. Um, we all typically want our scene partner to act certain ways, say certain things. And then we have to be a okay, not even okay. If they don't, we have to celebrate it. We have to always be in our heads thinking like what you just said, that was perfect. Even if it's exactly the opposite thing you want. Because in, in life, you know, it, we we spend so much of our time trying to control, you know, the, the past, the future, trying to get things to be a certain way. We're very, you know, re results oriented. 
And in improv class, we're, the, we're not results-oriented. We try not to be. We try to be, you know, about systems or processes. And so when you're in a scene with another human being or doing an exercise, there's an exercise, uh, a one-word-at-a-time exercise, where you work with at least one other person, sometimes often more, but at least one other person. And you take turns speaking the words to build a sentence. So character A might say, one. Character B would say, day. Character A, I, character B, went, character A, two. And they go back and forth and you build a sentence or a story or whatever you're building, one word at a time, taking turns back and forth. Now, this is a great exercise to work with people. And uh, what tends to happen is, you know, someone gets an idea in their head of like what they want to say, and they try to get their scene partner to say it. And they get very... Upset's too strong a word, but, you know, discouraged uh, when it doesn't go the way they want. And this whole thing is about letting go, letting go and just being, again, not okay with, but celebrating whatever stuff comes out of your scene partner's mouth. In my experience, people tend to come in two flavors uh, when they deal with their fear in certain situations, like an exercise like this one that I'm describing. There are those people who like to control their fear by controlling the situation. You know, in uh, in COVID terms, that was those are the people that were saying like, stay home, put on a mask, uh, take your vaccine, all that stuff. And then there are people who like to abrogate re responsibility or you know put it on someone else. And in COVID terms, those are the people that were saying like, it's not happening, it's not real, it's all planned, whatever. And people tend to react to fear in one of those two ways: either controlling it or pretending it's not happening and it's not as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be uh improv is the same you see that happen on stage too with people uh there are certain people who want to control they want to they're the writers they're the ones who are like okay i'm this you're that and this is what's happening and they control things that way and then there are other people who walk in and say who are you what's going on i don't know and they try to they just abrogate their responsibility on other people in this exercise the way it works best obviously is when we both take control and we both have a certain responsibility to for ourselves and for each other uh but that's difficult because that's very different for people it's very different than the way most of us have been raised uh you know from from school parents our, our cultures whatever to either be you know one way or the other tends to be what happens either we're people ple either we're people pleasers or we're like uh, <laughs> control freaks. That's I'm that's I'm exaggerating, obviously, but we tend to be in one of those two camps. Tend to be. Improv lets you not be in the camp, and to be in a camp where sometimes you have to take control, sometimes you have to cede control, sometimes you work together. It, it, it's all in the moment. We have to make these decisions, so we get to role play this stuff. So, what we want to do is control what you can control, like the Stoics say. You know, let me give me God grant me the serenity to control what I can control and notice and recognize the difference. I mean, I'm butchering that thing, but I think we've all heard it. Uh, at, at I think it's at AA uh, where they have that uh, that that uh, that saying, and it's very true. Like you want to control what you can control and try not to sweat the rest. Easy to say, difficult to do. Right, but that old thing of like you can't change what happens to you, only the way you react to it. And on improv, you get to work that and you get to play that. And you go, okay, I'm going to control what I can control. I'm going to not control what I what's outside my control, my scene partner. And I'm just going to choose how I'm going to react to that. And I'm going to react like, excellent. You did a great job. You did a great job. And then uh, 
And then if they, and then internally, if you're like, I don't like this, then you find someone else to play with, right? You gotta, you gotta play with people who play well, but it's, it, it's, it helps you develop a lot of flexibility. Cause I know I can play with people who are, you know, the control people and I can play with people who want to cede all control to me. I can do that. And I can, you know, try to, the the people that want to take so much control, I can get them to like, let go a little bit. And the people that, you know, don't want to make any decisions, I can get them to make decisions and you learn how to do that. And improv is a very safe way to get up on a stage or in a classroom. It doesn't have to be on a stage. It can be in a classroom with other people and we're all doing the same things. So as nerve wracking as that may sound, everybody does the same thing. And there's a lot of laughter and, you know, we'll talk about, I've talked about laughter before. We'll talk about it again. Uh, and so, and we do, at least in my classes, I shouldn't say all classes, but in my classes, and I think any good teacher would do this, try to get down to as low stakes as possible, right? It really, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what what uh, the winning and losing part of it. It uh, it does matter because of, of how you're going to hopefully change your life, transform, become better. Uh, but anyway, yes, so that that process of like celebrating whatever somebody else does uh is good and it, and and the thing is is there's so much freedom in there too right like we it, 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 you think like oh no i, I don't want I, I um how can there be freedom in there well because you're you become kind of bulletproof in a way like no matter what they do you're gonna be great and be fine and and these and of course when things go well like that's easy but when there's like left turns thrown at you it's uh and you can roll with it, then you build skills, right? Oh, okay. Uh, I can handle this now. Something that I couldn't handle before, now I can handle, and everything's great. So that's one of the things you can do in improv is you can get up and you can role play certain skills, you can learn new skills, and you can do these with other human beings in a way that is safe, in a way that is, and I, I mean, in a safe place, right? If, especially if you have a good teacher who can, you know, head off trouble areas because, you know, it always happens. And that's certainly going to be um, a uh, topic for a future podcast about uncomfortable situations or people who say uncomfortable things, whether it's sexual or whether it's uh, maybe could be kind of uh, racist or homophobic or these things. What what happens when these things happen? We'll certainly talk about that because it does. It does happen occasionally um, because we do encourage people to say whatever comes out of their mouth, right? Not to plan and just open it and let it come out. And sometimes people say things and in the moment didn't, they didn't realize it could be taken and had a second meaning that was terrible. Anyway, so getting up on stage or getting in front of people in a classroom and acting out and role-playing things you can't do in real life. And so the first improv rule for life is control what you can control. You can't control your scene partner. Don't try. And if you can get to the point where you don't want to control them. In fact, you weren't encouraged them to be even more chaotic. That's great. You build so much skill doing that. You can handle anything. You know, I can't remember the last time I got flustered. Anyway, so that's what I'm about. That's that's today's thing is control what you can control. Don't sweat the rest and react to it in whatever way you want to react to it. And I encourage people to celebrate it. I thought that's great. You know, you gave me something. It wasn't what I wanted, but We'll see where this thing goes, this rabbit hole. Anyway, my name has been Ralph. My name has been Ralph. My name is Ralph. 
It has been, and it continues to be. My name is Ralph McLeod. I am the owner and artistic director of SoCap Comedy Theater, SoCap.ca, the stupid good comedy show. Uh, I have a new podcast coming out called Deserts of Plenty. It is about making sense in this crazy, crazy world. We are awash in experiences, awash in dating opportunities, awash in calories, and awash in information. But everybody is lonely. Everybody is confused and doesn't, you know, doesn't, facts are in short supply. Uh, we are all like eating a lot of calories, but no nutritional value. And there's so much information. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. So that podcast is about that and how to navigate through this crazy, crazy world uh, or seem the seemingly crazy, crazy world. Anyway, uh, Desert So Plenty, check that out wherever you get your podcasts and uh, have a great uh, whatever you're doing. Have a great rest of it. Take care. Bye.